This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hey, good listeners. Welcome back to the vertical watering hole. You're here for SG fun, which you probably know because you clicked on the little thing. I'm Sarah. I'm one of your hosts. I'm, I'm watching the show once in a while after an episode starts. I remember that I have seen this before <laughs> and then I know what's going to happen. But usually I'm like, what? I don't remember anything. Yes. And I'm Tori and I'm watching these one at a time. First time I've watched the series and uh, always was a fan of the movie. Wanted to start the show during the pandemic. So me and Sarah did and decided to make a podcast about it for, you know, just to fuck fuck around. And uh, here we are. We're still fucking around four seasons later, hanging out at the vertical watering hole. And thank you for joining us. I recommend it. This is a fantastic way to maintain and deepen a friendship is is podcast oh oh yeah do a podcast (laughs) find someone you're like i want to be friends with them and dog them into doing podcasts with you until they finally say yes yeah yeah yeah, that's what i do (laughs) all right well uh we got a we got a we got an episode we have an episode for you today (laughs) an episode of stargate sg1 uh stargate sg fun and stargate sg fun uh we got season four episode 19 Prodigy. Or. Or. That's no moon. Oh, oh fuck. God damn it. Oh, I biffed it. Wait. That's no Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a moon. That's what I heard. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty nice. I mean, I've got uh, episode 19, uh, Starstruck Neil. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Good. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, episode 19. Cadet Jan Brady, a perfect candidate for the SGC. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I man, I don't know my Brady bunch enough. Oh, she has she has a real Marsha, Marsha, Marsha moment mm. with uh, with Carter. I love it. And she's like, all I ever hear about is you. <laughs> Carter, it's, Carter, it's Carter. Carter, Carter, Carter. That's true. Uh, no, that's good. You know, I got episode nineteen, uh, SG Goodwill Hunting. Oh, that's good too. I like that. I've got. Uh, this one's this one's very obvious. All right, it's episode nineteen, Dragonflies of Doom. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh man, well I got uh, episode nineteen, Mini Carter. I've got. Uh, I'm just this one. I just made up. This is um, episode nineteen. Now with Les Daniel. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, he's not. He's he's out. Michael Shanks is out. He did not. He was not on the sheet. He was not on the call sheet this episode well I, uh, my last one is episode 19 uh i just got here sir <laughs> okay. i'm 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 all done too all right well those are all better than the actual one actually you know Prod- it actually is prodigy's not it, bad yeah it is actually bad because oh. i can't figure out like is she really the main story what is the main story i guess she's the main story <laughs> like i don't know i don't think it's a great title oh yeah now that i actually really think about it she, it's not like she becomes she doesn't come up with the, the right thing in the end it is it's like two disparate plots 
mm-hmm. that sort of line up in the end. Weird. <laughs> oh, man. But that's fine. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll discuss both of them. I actually did have one more. Oh, yeah. Uh, just because it, I'm going to use it later when I'm talking about it. I had Cadet Daniel McSammy, no teal. <laughs> she seems to have like I'm like she seems to be like a, a whole person who has like the characteristics of three of our main characters you know mm. but mm. not no tilk no tilk unless okay. you count punching a guy in the nose <laughs> but that hadn't happened yet when I wrote that down but she's like smart like Sam yeah but she's kind of a dickhead like McNeil yeah and uh, and arrogant like Daniel yeah, yeah. Thank okay. You. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. But she has no chill. She's she's no chill. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, that's a good that's a good title too. <laughs> okay. No chill, Carter. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, this episode aired February second, two thousand and one, directed mm-hmm. by our boy Peter DeLuise, and then mm-hmm. teleplay by Melozzi and Muley. Um, all, right. all right. Well, let's really get started with this. Ooh. Oh, shit. Why do I always forget about this part? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whose turn is it? And, oh, and, it's mine. Yeah, Sarah's on deck. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. We have a real problem on our hands here. The Fireflies are coming through. Um, the Tinkerbell gang. And Sarah has 24 seconds to summarize this episode. Or the mountain blows up. We, we all, all get, die. We all get punctured with the Fireflies. Are you ready, Sarah? Sure. Go. Okay, so uh, they're on a boring planet doing a mission that uh, McNeil doesn't want to do. And there's a real prick who's head of science, even though he's not sciencey at all. And thanks to him, people start getting killed. And also Sam brings a child there for some reason, or like a very young person there and uh, almost gets her killed. But in the end, they smile like, oh my God, that was amazing. And go through the gate. Oh, oh, you did it. My That was amazing. <laughs> My throat started getting like froggy right when it started. So I was like, oh no. I was like, I'm not going to be able to talk. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I'm like, well, the clock's already going. There's nothing I can do. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Well, let's get, let's get, let's dig into this double plot uh, story here. You know, All right. You start us off, Sarah. Yeah. We're in the mountain. And instead of rushing through uh, the, the doorways, this week, McNeil is just sort of strolling through and he's knocking on daddy's door. He's there to tell him this mission sucks. It's stupid and silly. <laughs> and daddy says, don't embarrass me in front of my boss. And, uh, oops. But that guy seems like really like, I don't give a shit. If you think the mission's dumb, that's what I'm here about. Go do that mission. And I'm like, what <laughs> mission? What's the mission? I don't know. But I know McNeil doesn't thinks it's a waste of time. That's it. And I know that Daniel's not going to be there. And I know that Sammy won't be there. Well, I mean, you know, O'Neill, I mean, yeah, I mean, he definitely is feeling this way, but uh, he forgets all, all of it flies out of his brain because the minute he sees General Ryan, chief of staff mm-hmm. of the Air Force or on the board, the president's cabinet, whatever the fuck, uh, he he can't speak. He He loves it. Yeah, uh, is this is this the highest rank he's ever seen, or something? Like he's fucking starstruck. It's funny too because he asks. He's always acting like, "Well, I know the president." So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does he care about somebody from the Joint Chiefs? I, I mean, know. you know, Ryan seemed like a chill dude. So like, you know, you know, maybe O'Neill's just a fan, right? Maybe just a oh, fan. could be, could be. 
Yeah. He's a fan. He's like, oh, I can act like this and also be there someday. Sure. <laughs> and so he kind of is like, oh, yes, this mission. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I got I got you. Don't don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Do you think he's just trying to make up for embarrassing daddy by being like, oh, psych. I'm excited about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> psych. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I know is this scene somewhere in the middle of the scene and through the end of it, we get more of this show's favorite thing, which is extreme close-ups. Uh, there's a lot in this episode. Even the back of uh, General fucking what's his name's head. Like we get the back of his ear and then he turns around and we get his whole face taking up our whole TV. Man, that dude looked like a football coach. I actually, that guy was, honestly, that guy was so stiff that I uh, paused my um, my Amazon you know, because it'll tell you who's in the scene. And I was expecting it to be like general, actual general somebody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Making like, a cameo. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. It's, it's not. No, just, just, it's just, not. It, 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 it said cardboard cutout. Yeah. <laughs> it said stick, stick man created by yeah. Peter DeLuise. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's triple dip in this time. He's yeah. a puppeteer as well. What, do you, what can you say? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So, uh, and we, yeah, and we learn that Carter is off teaching a class and we cut to said class. Where she is teaching about all 10 of those dimensions. Uh, uh, is this normal? Is this a normal class for like cadets? What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. That's a really good question. Theoretical physics? Do Air Force do this? I don't have any idea Sarah? I, bet they, I think i bet they do though because i think that the air force like if you actually go to west point or the air force academy i think it's actually really hard yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. have to be pretty smart to get in there but she like everyone laughs like she made a joke but did she make a joke because all she said was like i know these lectures are boring and she's like no offense professor and everyone laughed like she made a joke oh well She's not very funny. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> take that off of her uh, 10 million list. Uh, she's not a comedian, but you know, <laughs> she's doing, she's doing a good job. You know, she's talking about fucking wormholes and 10 dimensions and hyperspace travel. Like, and, well, and I'm, I'm just like, you giving up the game here a little bit. Shouldn't she major? be teaching at space force Academy? Well, now, nowadays she now, would be, now that she would be would shit. Be. Uh, yeah, I know. I feel like, yes. Okay. Listen, because I was thinking the same thing. Wow. She's how is she explaining that she knows all of this? And the later on the, in the scene, the professor is going to tell our young cadet friend that this is a leader in the field of astrophysics. Yeah. And I'm like, how, how do you know she's doing a secret work? Daniel Jackson doesn't get to publish his work and have everybody give him credibility. <laughs> He's certainly not lecturing anywhere. But I get the feeling, oh, remember Sam was writing textbooks in that episode where they were all on the um, the crack glove? Oh, yeah, yeah. She probably published it. Yeah, she got it done in 10 book. hours. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. That's true. Is yeah, that, that's how that works. Is that okay, like that playing a game on steroids? Like if they found out, Oh, no. Wow, that's a good rabbit <laughs> they hole would to take, go down. They would take her publishing deal away yeah. because they're like, oh, you were juicing. Hey, you know what? You know what? In the mm -hmm. liberal arts, no one gives a shit <laughs> what you're <Right>. on. <laughs> they're like, cool. What were you on? I'm going to try it. Yeah, wow, you wrote that whole album on, on, on fucking fentanyl and, and kratom? We don't give a <laughs> shit. It's awesome. Oh, God. 
Wow. All right. Well, yeah, you know, and uh, we kind of uh, we kind of focus on a young woman in the class. And mm-hmm. once it's uh, done, she rolls up just to say, mm-hmm. well, she, she she's focused on the board. Right. Right. And uh, she just oh, my God, this is Carter's worst nightmare. Is it? I don't know. Well, I was. So here's the thing. She's like, this is wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah. And uh, which is fine to say, I guess, but she's like, it's wrong. And uh, I was like, wait, so Sammy, the super genius who uses math and equations to save everybody's ass in so many missions, made a big mistake in something she put on a board to teach a class. Yeah. A mistake she was able to see within like 30 seconds of Cadet McSammy walking away. Like, <laughs> You say so. Well, yeah, and yeah, and uh, yeah, cadet cadet just walks away, and there, and you know, she's like, yeah, who 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 was that traveler? Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, oh, well, we all know about her. Uh, you'll find out more in the next scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to tell you everything about her because then what we would we do for a few minutes coming up? Although after credits, we we cut uh, uh to O'Neill O'Neill's plot. And he's on the ridiculous mission. What is the mission? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know it's an outpost. It's it's an outpost somewhere. That that's the mission. Yeah. Uh, it's important enough that uh, General Ryan is rolling in. Uh, we but that's about all we learn, though. Why is he there? Like he doesn't ask anything about it. We don't see him again. Okay, what the fuck was the point of him? Oh, couldn't Jack just be bitching about the mission and daddy being like, shut the fuck go. up and go. You got to yeah. go. Well, no, no. Uh, O'Neill and Tilk roll in and they're, they're there to relieve B-roll Kurt Russell. I also put that. I put we've got dime store Kurt Russell yeah. back mm-hmm. on planet Sandy Dreary talking about broken <laughs> science stuff. <laughs> hey, then I had a question. Do yeah. you think this guy might have like read for the part of O'Neill? And they they were like, you know, we're going to go with the big name instead of the mm. basically Kurt Russell mm. guy. And so they they're just kind of giving him little little bits here and there to show off how Kurt Russell is. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. But it's good, though. I I, th- I think he does a pretty good job. You know, he, he emotes quite clearly that this this is boring, fucking mm-hmm. boring, super fucking boring. And uh, mm-hmm. and we also realize that he, he and one Dr. Hamilton are C-roll O'Neill and Jackson. Yeah. And they're like um, he he does like a real like he's um, like O'Neill Jr. in the scene. Yeah. He kind of the way he interacts with that scientist is he gives them the exact same attitude and is like all your fucking problem. And I'm just like. <laughs> How many O'Neills can be in this scene? Like, why don't you actually bring Kurt Russell in to stand in the background? That'd be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's just back there, like lounging around. Oh, uh, but no, yeah, this Dr. Hamilton. Yeah, he's he's the civilian scientist. He's, I I don't know. I wrote who's this qu- this cranky dweeb. <laughs> and he is like such an asshole. Like he gives he starts giving shit right away about like trying to boss. McNeil around and he's sort of like even as we're walking they're walking out of the scene he's like I don't know if it's general incompetence or you guys just aren't fucking with me and I'm just like Jesus introduction he's like I can't get anything I need yeah but he's such a dick about it 
I'm like, well, I wonder why you can't get anything you need. <laughs> we got to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we leave O'Neill's shitty graveyard shift uh, to cut back to Carter, who is visiting uh, a one General Kerrigan, who I guess, yeah, she, uh, you know, yeah. She, Nancy's she, dad. Well, yeah, no, she's going to visit him. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, they know each other very well, right? And it's awesome. He's like, Carter, Sa- Samantha, Sam, get on in here. Get over here. Uh, this is great. And yeah. uh, no, it's it's awesome. And she's like, look, uh, hey, sir. Hey, I'm just here to ask about uh, this cadet. And I was like, oh, yay. Everybody loves her. Yeah, she's asking about uh, this this young cadet. And uh, that's when we find out that Sam did not, not only did this cadet do better on the SATs Ooh. than Sam did, which is how we know Sam didn't ace them, which is kind of a surprise. But mm-hmm. did that? I guess that used to be really rare. Like it was like an urban legend that somebody had maxed out their SATs. And then at some point it become, it became a thing that like was happening. Yeah. Maybe it's all those SAT prep courses people started doing, I don't mm-hmm. know. but Sam's not one of those people and she didn't even do as well as this cadet. Oh yeah. No, she's smart. She's smart. Kerrigan's like, mm-hmm. no, she's smart. Uh, she's got, she's got some tude though. She's got some attitude. She's got some, mm-hmm. uh, emotional issues. Yeah. Not, not great with authority. No, no. And Carter's like, well, don't worry about that. I got to I got to talk with her. Well, what what she found out is this person's so smart, she's bored, but also just too insubordinate to be in the Air Force, which is when Sam goes insubordinate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know she might be just who we're looking for. We love that shit. Ooh, where I work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. This is this is a bad day for Carter, though. Yeah. Someone's got a better score. Someone's cooler than her. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure Samantha, Samantha was not insubordinate. Right? No, yeah. no. Yeah. This person is like cool, like kind of mean, but like cool. I, and I feel like when you're younger and you're cool, you're kind of mean. And then you, you, you kind of turn into McNeil as you get like old. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, not a good day. She's this, this, this girl's got everything. We leave Sam and go back to Snoozeville. Uh, Jesus Christ, which is apparently, uh, yeah, we, and we all learn and I hope you listeners know as well, but this is a moon, not a planet, you know, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Like put that in your head. I don't know. I, I did like how McNeil handled this. Cause he was like, listen, this is a whole other planet. He's trying to say why you can't go into the caves until we make sure they're safe. Yeah. Why the fuck not? And he's like, dude, it's a whole other planet. And he's like, <laughs> it's a moon, actually. <laughs> and uh, has a great. he's like, oh, shit, it's a moon. Go do whatever the fuck you want. Then. <laughs> and man, yeah, if it's a yeah, if it's a moon, uh, this is a great moon. Um, the moon of Endor, you know, uh, per- uh, in the habitable zone somehow yep. of this gas giant. It's pretty sweet. At this point, I also wrote down again, what's the mission? It's it's an outpost. It's, What's it's, the main story? <laughs> uh, the story is that scientists can be dicks okay. uh, and also military people. Military scientists and civilian scientists can all be huge fucking assholes because they think they're smarter than everyone else. I mean, yeah. And what's this guy's hurry? What's his fucking hurry? He, he's know, on an extraterrestrial moon. This is great. We might know what his hurry was if we had any fucking <laughs> idea what they were doing there. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, we cut back to Earth, Tauri, <laughs> where the young cadet, Jennifer Haley, is doing some sweet laser shit. What the hell yeah. is this? 
unsupervised student all alone, like underclassmen all alone in, in a cool laser lab. All right. Sure. Is this what they do in the air force? I, I'm I sad no I did not join. Idea. <laughs> well, I, I, I will say my dad did tell me, and I probably have said this before. He's like, I can definitely tell you're never going to join the military. Bad fit in mm. issues. Yeah. But mm -hmm. uh, if you do, definitely, definitely don't join the army. <laughs> it's like, definitely join the Air Force. Yeah. 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 No, no, definitely. Uh, but no, this is sweet. Yeah, she's doing some stuff. And Carter rolls in there. She's like, okay, I got this. You know, I'll, I'll just, you know, it's a, it's a mini me. I'm ready to rock. And yeah, she goes in, she goes in to talk at her and give her a lecture. And she's like, this is going to go super well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Je Jennifer's immediately, yes, some, something's on, something's on her shoulder. She's, she just gets testy right the fuck away. It just evolves immediately. It's awesome. There's like something going on with this, this girl, right? This, this young woman, because she is such a fucking bitch out of the gate. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Like, you have the opportunity to talk to, a leading a, a leader in the field that you are so good at and your response is to be like, I don't want to, I hate you. Yeah. You're not and, my mom. And apparently yeah. everyone knows her too. Everyone. She's, she's well known. And I mm -hmm. guess we'll sort of learn what her issue is a little bit later, but yeah, yeah it's I fucked guess up. sort of, it's really stupid and juvenile. So, <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, but it goes poorly obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, they just leave. And Sam's like, what just happened? I know. Well, I'll tell you what happened, Sam. You found out that this girl is just inherently subordinate because she hates authority. And you're like, no worries. I'll go lecture her <laughs> and explain to her. I'm sure nobody has explained to her that even if you don't like the assignment, you have to do the assignment. <laughs> Probably no one's told her. So I'm going to tell her in kind of an asshole tone of voice. So she's going to react very well. And then we'll be friends. I'll solve everything. Oh, we found, we did it, folks. We found it. Carter is not good at something. <laughs> social interaction, some, some specific social interactions. Yeah. Not the best. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so, uh, we leave, we leave these two to cut back to moon. Never, Neverland, where right. O'Neill and Tilk are coming back from having found fuck all in the caves. And, mm -hmm. uh, O'Neill's pissed at that. He's bored. Yep. He's so bored. I know he's pissed because he hates that scientist and wanted to be like, Oh, too, sorry, too dangerous to do your survey. I was right. And also, yeah, he just wants something to do. He wants something to go bad. I mean, otherwise he's just going to sit around playing with his binoculars. It's fucked. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they're Ooh. like, Oh my God, what's that noise? What's that <gasps> humming? And they're like, what is that weird light? Oh, look at that. And then they, they watch this teeny tiny yellow light zip around and like, I don't know. I actually thought it just flew off into the trees. I don't know how they saw that. It went right through the trees. I'm like, wow, you saw that? How did you see that? <laughs> well, Tilk was super focused on it because as soon as it came out, he brought out his Zat gun. He was fucking ready to blast it. Yeah, Tilk is right on. I, I, at this point, I went, oh no, oh no, fuck. I remember this episode. Run, oh. run, run, run. <laughs> You're like, that's Tinkerbell. That's like Bizarro <laughs> Tinkerbell. They're going to yeah. fuck you up. I feel like regular Tinker Tinkerbell also would really fuck you up, though. Oh, that's true. Especially especially if you put them in an electromagnetic magnetic chamber. 
uh, as they do later in the episode. So they see it, it flies off, uh, end of that. They're like, that's cool. Uh, so we cut back to, to earth where Sam is arguing for, uh, cadet McSammy's paper in theory, which we forgot to talk about. She wrote a paper. Oh, it was yeah. super interesting, maybe pretty good, but she got a D cause it wasn't the assignment. And, um, then she's goes to argue with the professor again and be like, you should really look at her paper again. And uh, kind of actually doing the same thing that the cadet does, which is like, I'm going to go argue with the person in charge, <laughs> tell them they're wrong. But guess what? Guess what, Tori? What? It doesn't matter anymore. Oh, yeah. Was that? Oh, um, she got in a fight. So they're going to expel her. Yeah. And, and we don't know anything else about the fight just yet. We don't know how fucking justified it was yet, but uh, we'll find out soon. Well, I just wrote down that I guess Melozzi and Muley were big fans of Goodwill Hunting. Came out in '97. <laughs> that fucking weird sub trope of like the troubled genius, right? You know, I never saw that movie. Uh, yeah, no, it, it yeah, the premise is it, it's kind of dumb, right? Well, I get that. I think if I okay, as someone who's never seen it, I'll tell you what happens. Matt Damon, yeah, is a townie and with a heavy like Boston accent, yeah. And he is a janitor at Harvard at a little school outside of Cambridge, outside of Boston in Cambridge. Yeah, a little school. And, uh, but he likes to go in at night and, and even though he's tired from all the janitor duties that are very physical, he likes to go in and uh, fuck with the, the, the equations that people didn't erase off the chalkboards and uh, solve them. And I don't know how long he's been doing this, but I'm surprised he hasn't gotten in trouble for it. Because he has to have gotten some of them wrong while learning to do it right, right? And then somebody sees that he solved it, and then they're like, whoa, this guy's smarter than all the people paying to go here. Holy Jesus. Mm -hmm. But also, I did see one scene once, and I know that he, um, I think he gets in a bar fight because he makes some people who go to Harvard feel stupid. <laughs> yeah, you're mostly right. It's not, and if I remember correctly, it's not necessarily math that he's smart in. It's more like the 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 humanities. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. And yeah. people people gave a fuck about that. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the whoa. That's mind blowing. Yeah, Nobody yeah, cares. Yeah. yeah Nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's yeah, and it's this whole thing where yeah, it's like you know because he had a troubled past, like he can't he can't you know he he wants to stay a townie and and be be a, a janitor and just hang out but then robin williams lets him see the light all that bullshit uh same thing here right like Wait, you robin know. williams plays like um an inspirational teacher uh, at a was, at a brick, is brick he a building teacher? institution I, I think he's a i think he's a therapist i think what i don't know i it's i, God, I saw movie that movie sounds- once Fucking confusing. All right. There's too many moving parts. Well, anyway, uh, you know, yeah, it's kind of the same thing here. You know, uh, okay. yeah, prodigy, a savant, but has some issues. Issues. Gets into fights. Does not like authority. Whatever. It's a good friend, though. We find out later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like mm-mm, nobody's going to cat call you. Oh, yeah. True, true. On campus with her around. Uh, but we go back and hear lead scientist dude shit talking McNeil. <laughs> Oops. McNeil's right there. 
with his gang, with his fucking scientist gang. Yeah. <laughs> and McNeil's like, I'm right here. And then McNeil, I can't remember what he says, but he's all actually being smart and sciencey. Meanwhile, this dickhead is being pretty fucking stupid. And oh, because they're talking about the little light things. Yeah. And uh, McNeil is like, so actually what we need is to gather more data before we know how to react to these things that we don't know what they are. And this, the lead scientist, the lead scientist on some a mission so important that someone from the Joint Chiefs came is like, <laughs> you're such a dork. They're cute. Why are you being such an asshole? Yeah. Let's just go play with them. <laughs> We do not need information. Yeah, apparently they don't have it. They don't have any other work to do. So yeah, who do you who do you think you are? How do you, who do you think you are telling us what scientists what to do? And then Teal comes along and pulls the age card. Oh my god, El it's yeah, dunks on these guys, relatively oh, yeah, speaking, yeah. children. And yeah, and yeah, since we've now learned that he's like a hundred and thirty yeah. years old or something, he's gonna be pulling that card a lot. I think. Yeah, he's like, um, I was fighting battles before you were fucking born. And this guy, I'm just going to, you know, grab him onto my team and spread that credibility over to his way. So shut the fuck up and listen to him. And then yeah. O'Neill says, thanks, Rocco. And I don't know if it's my age, but I did not get that reference at all. I did you? I didn't get it either. Thanks, Is that Rocco. Like, wait, um, isn't there? No, that's Rocky. Hey, if you know and you are very bored and think I might be close or totally not close, let us know. We got so many questions for the listeners this episode. <laughs> yeah. Help us out. Should have watched this episode with my husband. I'm sure he would know because I somehow he is very Gen X, but somehow he also and his parents aren't even boomers. They're silent Gen, but he gets all of the jokes and references they put into the show that are for the boomers. Yeah. Yeah. Knows the boomer lore. Yeah. He gets them all. And I'm like, I didn't even know something was happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, uh, we cut back to, uh, the air force Academy again, and we mm -hmm. finally get the scoop on Haley's boxing match. Yeah. She's a fucking hero. That's what we find out. Cause she hits some like piece of shit upper classmen because, uh, you know, they used euphemisms. Clearly, who is making sexist cat calls yeah. and remarks yeah, 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 at, yeah, yeah, yeah. at this other female cadet. So she fucking broke his nose. Yeah. And he's not in trouble. Uh, No. Yeah, probably not. Definitely not. Yeah, no, she's ready. She's going to get expelled. Yeah. Right. But then, you know, Sam's like, but I have something she could do where I work. And then this this guy, like, what is he? The, like the commandant of the school or whatever? I don't know what he is and so he's like uh oh where you do like secret mountain science and your <laughs> secret fucking mountain mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you call it again and she's like i don't know what did she call it astro radio telemetry, telemetry sir <laughs> and uh and i'm just like all right at this point everyone kind of knows there's a secret and everyone knowing there's a secret is the first step to everyone knowing what the secret is and i just want to say this is why conspiracy theories are so fucking stupid mm. because they rely on like an exponentially growing number of people to keep their fucking mouth shut yeah who does that keep their mouth yeah. shut i don't know anybody that does that not that many people mm -mm. i mm. fucking can't god yeah don't don't hire me government mm -mm. right and like, literally don't tell me like things you don't want people. Oh, that's not true. I mean, I, I was actually a licensed therapist. I can keep secrets. <laughs> I just remembered. 
I just don't want to. <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah, Carter's like, yeah, don't worry about that. It's cool. You know, Punisher, punish, whatever the punishment is, Punisher, but don't expel her, please send her in. What's the punishment besides expulsion? Because they're, you're not going to expel somebody, but make them stay first for a punishment. So when she, when she comes in the room and he's like, all right, all your other punishment stands, but not your expulsion. I'm like, what? Like clean the latrines? Like, I'm sorry. Expulsion is not part of a punishment package. It is <laughs> yeah, the, the package. <laughs> so he has to then Time say, out. <laughs> I'm re- yeah, I'm replacing this package with this other punishment package. <laughs> But no, that's fine. And then uh, Sammy really lays into her. I, yeah. <laughs> but is she really laying into herself? Why did I write that? <laughs> I don't know. The show's so deep. You have to ask questions like that. I also wrote, is this Carter's bad cop routine? I, I think it is. This is Carter's bad cop routine. And I'm just kind of like, wow. I mean, I wouldn't be that upset. this <laughs> But she's, you know what it is? It's her. Um, she's, she's like being the drill sergeant in an officer and a gentleman. And she's like yelling, um, God, what's his name? Lewis, Lewis Gossett Jr. is mm. yelling at Richard Gear, like, were you going to quit? You got to quit. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, no, I have nowhere else to go. So, yeah. um, Sam's like, good. Then you can come with me to my secret, special, cool workplace. Yeah. And she, this is a workplace she cannot oversell. It's not possible. Somehow she undersells it. She's like, no, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it if I told you. That's how cool it is. Well, see, no, be, see, yeah. See, Carter, you know, this entire episode, she's, yeah, she's been being, she's been getting dunked, dunked on by this kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Haley does go, she's, we finally sort of learn what her deal is. She's like, yeah, we've been hearing about you. I've been hearing about the entire time I've gotten here. You've won all the awards. You've gotten all the highest marks. Uh, <laughs> and and Carter's like, oh, 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 thank God. Okay, so hey, kid. All right, so you're so you, you didn't win all of them. You've just been up for the awards that I won. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you really. found that you're not the brightest in the new place. I mean, I don't know what that feels like. But, uh, but yeah, I guess you do. <laughs> so other, other than that, I, I was like, Hey, this is great. This is like, there's almost no women in, in the show. This is like early 2000s military. You got, you got some women lifting up women, oh, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Gotta, we love Sammy mm-hmm. back at, uh, the moon of fuck around and find out. Uh, here we go with these lightning bugs. <laughs> well, yeah, they're just wandering around. Hamilton's going on a rant about the military, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Tinkerbell rolls in to say what's up. Right. And the other scientists are better, particularly moon glasses. Moon is glasses. Better. I know. His moon glasses about. goes ahead and he radios McNeil to make sure he knows what the fuck is going on because he recognizes who's in charge and he knows who's going to keep him safe is not this prick that he's reporting to. <laughs> he's like, I don't even like this guy. He's like, you think he, he belittles you. You should see when there's only scientists in the room. He turns on mostly me. <laughs> and then and then we get, oh, fuck, this is. <laughs> this is so insane. This guy is suddenly like, I don't know. The Tinkerbell whisperer. He's just like, he is like a fucking village idiot. He just like goes and stands in the middle of all these bugs. You know what and he is? And just swarm around him. No, you know what they're, yeah, no, you know, he's the fucking, that fucking uh, biologist in Prometheus. 
Oh, just let me get closer. What a cool looking worm. Fuck off. I know. I'm like, you guys don't seem like scientists to me. No, no. Um. Anyway, yeah, this guy, he's not. He's just like, whatever. He's not sciencey. So he's just like, and he's like, so I guess like, I get it. Like you're a scientist. You, this is something you never think you're going to see. So you're just like in wonder and awe over this, I suppose. But is it really that cool? Because I mean, haven't you been like where there's like lightning bugs? And yeah. Shit? To Louisiana. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, yeah. Or even like, I don't know, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride <laughs> where for some reason you're, you're driving through Louisiana before you get to the before you get to the the beginning of the ride is you're like driving through Louis, the bayou for some reason Louisiana oh and you right. go past and you go past the restaurant yeah people eating dinner at okay. the restaurant there. <laughs> or been to like a half <laughs> shitty rave right like this is there's no this is nothing yeah or just been on the drugs that you should take at a rave yeah and I don't know turned on some fairy lights. So yeah, while while that's happening, we cut back to the base where we got take your cadet to work day. What the fuck, Carter? Is I this... mean, take your wayward cadet to work. Day. Yeah, <laughs> what is she doing? And she hasn't asked daddy. She's just like, I brought her. Yeah, and da- daddy's like, uh, yeah, no, that's cool, Carter. But even I know about her. I heard she's a little shit, uh, <laughs> and you all are already little shits, so she'll fit in just fine. I think daddy's like, I don't think you understand the direction I'm trying to shift the culture of the SGC. And it is not more this way. (laughs) Making my life harder here, major. This is fucked. But, you know, I don't know. He's just like, well, you know, do Yeah. Do what you got to do with your mini Carter, which cut to them going to the gate. Well, Carter's dressed her up exactly like herself. Uh, Pretty (laughs) awesome. Mini me, mini me. Although this is this is my question. This is my question, man. The SGC just have nothing going on in the last couple of days, last few days. It seems like it's a, it's very, it's very light work. Yeah, week. yeah. It's sort of like, uh, yeah, one of those days at work where you're like, I guess, do you guys want to make some like French press and sit in the break room? Because for some reason, we've got nothing today. Yeah, we've got nothing to do. Everyone's out. Uh, it's bring your daughter to work day. Yeah, we'll we'll use, we'll spend the energy and the time to open it up. Just you know, just so Carter can. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And Carter's Carter's like, oh, we had her sign like an NDA or something. (laughs) And I'm just like, yeah. So I guess when she tells everyone about this, you can sue her. (laughs) I guess she, I bet she could be court martialed or something. She's probably saying something like that. I bet military NDAs are. (laughs) I know. Well, I thought that she was just going to show her the SGC. But she walks her right up to the gate. By the way, doesn't warn her, doesn't tell her anything about it before they get in the room, doesn't say like, so there's going to be this weird sploosh and you want to be clear of that. So she does a like a, a, a startle, a little jump sure, well, yeah, and yeah. a scare jump. <laughs> but like, then they just kind of walk toward it and Sam's just casually like, yeah, it's, it's a one-way wormhole. Like I was talking about earlier about how there's one-way wormholes and you said to show you one. So I guess I did. Okay. And then... No warnings about Stargate sickness, right? Mm. And they walk through, and on the other side, everyone's fine. Did they solve the problem of Stargate sickness? Oh, well, you know, my thought, one, Carter's just used to it. And then two, maybe it doesn't affect the youth as much, right? (laughs) Okay. maybe That's a lot of work. You're doing a lot of the work. They can can (laughs) deal with it like roller coasters. I I, know. There's never a point in my youth where I could deal with it. (laughs) 
man, I, I, I love roller coasters, but I haven't been on them in years. And I rue the day when I finally get back on one and you know, my fucking like ear calibration canals can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I'm, that's when I become an adult is that day. Okay. Well, I became an adult when I was fucking 12 and, or 13 <laughs> and I went tracks, on a- tracks <laughs> Shut up. at the, the fun forest in the Seattle center that they used to have. I went on the enterprise, that thing that it mm. looks like it's just going to be cars in a, in a merry-go-round, but then it, it, uh, it gets you going upside down. It like lifts up. It's not flat anymore. It becomes vertical. I got it stopped. The ride stopped and I had a vasovagal reaction. So all the blood pooled in my feet. And uh, the kid running, it was like yelling at me to get off. And I was luckily I was there with like a parent and then like an aunt and uncle. So they were like, absolutely not. She cannot get off. Um, Yeah. So I, uh, I don't know about this theory. What what about the Gravitron? Did uh, did you ever do the Gravitron? Yes. (laughs) The last time I did Gravitron, they were playing the song supersonic because it was current. Supersonic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah, no, yeah. They've arrived at the moon of British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> that's what this note means. She basically says, Wow, this looks just like beautiful British yeah! Columbia. Sweet. We're we're on track. Well, and O'Neill rolls up and he he well, he's just he doesn't really ask. He's just he's just like, All right, well, I heard you're coming through with a kid. Uh, yeah i guess doesn't yeah. look at the kid nope. <laughs> and then she's like yeah this is the kid and he goes oh now i can see you I'm a- <laughs> i would thought i was just seeing double my eyesight yeah well and so they rolled they rolled a lab where hamilton has now caged one of the tinkerbells what a good idea and i, I was immediately like wait how did he cage it and i was like never mind big magnets this yeah no this is this is fuck this is a good idea that and he, yeah and he's explaining it and i can't remember how he's explaining it but i i just was like uh this guy this motherfucker is not sciency he's making so many assumptions about what's going on oh i know what it was he was like well they don't really seem to have solid matter so i don't think they can feel oh yeah great no no assumptions here none, none at all really because it sounds like a life form that you could never have conceived of until you saw it so I don't know what the fuck you're doing right now by deciding how it feels. Um, well, yeah. Well, and so post all this happening, O'Neill finally is like, all right, yeah, no, you know what? Uh, what Carter said is correct. Uh, let it, I'm now deciding you got to let it go. And so he's like, fine. They let the Tinkerbell go. And it gives a little fuck you as it rolls out. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I heard it and uh, it disappears. Yeah. And I like this because I'm like, oh, oh, I guess you're not even in charge of the scientists now that Sam's here. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she can speak scientese. Although I think I will say, I think the problems that happen next are because they let it go and it went back and told its friends what happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're you're on Team Carter. You're on Team Carter with this. Uh, Oh, I forgot about that. Well, if if Team Carter is the correct team, I guess I'm saying it's not necessarily that it started with him caging it, but it really started with it going back and telling its friends about how it was caged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. They have a little firefly meeting and it's like, me, you fucking motherfuckers. Well, yeah. Well, so while it's doing that, scientist Bill and scientist Moonglasses yeah. is 
they're, they're continuing to roll around looking for the swarm. They want to capture some more or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause like they're like, okay, well, we'll get a new one then Be, just in case we're hurting this one. We'll hurt as many of them as we can, but for shorter periods of time. Uh, we, we have nothing else to do here, apparently. This I know. What the fuck is their mission? <laughs> That you know what? That's the title of this of this. Yeah. Is what the fuck is this is the mission? What the fuck uh, uh, is the mission? So, um all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they start it's it's an ouch situation. Looks like Ooh. they're attacking the wrong scientist, sort of. This guy's second. Like, if you were to rank these three scientists from worst to bad, worst bad to least bad. Science glasses, science moon glasses is at the bottom. Oh, he's yeah. the least bad. Yeah. The guy who bites it in this scene is the second least bad. He's middle. And then Dickhead McGee is the absolute fucking worst. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Midman, you know, one of them rolls up to him and he's like, oh, uh, and it starts to fuck him up. Let's let's get him, boys. Yeah. So here's the Here's a question. And again, I don't want to make assumptions about what's going on here because I'm not a scientist. I don't want to make a bunch of random assumptions, but I do have questions like, okay, if they can go straight through matter without creating holes in that matter, like they're not destroying the trees, they're not destroying the roof that they go through. There's a little puncture holes. How is it that they're uh, destroying any human flesh? Mm. Why aren't they just flying right through them like a ghost? Uh, uh, you well, I I have. Is it, it. optional? It's optional. <laughs> but wouldn't they? It'd be, be like they wouldn't they be like bees? Like once they sting you, that's it. Like wouldn't it be kind of a suicide mission to like plunge yourself into mm. someone's body and then make yourself a solid? Mm. Well, you know, well, my my answer to that question, the thing that I came up with is that it's actually radiation. That there's some sort of like, so they pass through you, but they leave a sort of radiation trail. Like they, they, you know, they, oh, and that's and so why it's all like the weird radiation. welts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. That is so much less gruesome than what I thought was happening. Less gruesome. Radiation is fucked. Listen, I thought these things were like just poking through the body and like death by a thousand little bug pokes. It's like a, it's like an energy bullet. Just, I thought, yeah, I thought they were just slicing. Yeah, that's fucked. That is, that I, is so fucked. I was like, but you're right, because this guy doesn't really have tears on his face. He's got weird welts on his face. But it seems like it hurts going through. Mm. Maybe what hurts is the radiation, like melting your organs. But if they're so radioactive, then like, wouldn't people be getting radiation sick? Yeah, Hamilton's like, fucked. He's okay. yeah, five, okay. da five days from now, he's a pool of flesh. <laughs> he's just going to melt more slowly. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, right. Well, yeah, no, they fuck him up. And it was, man, I thought it was a really cool shot, actually, of when, like, they slow, you slowly see a bunch of them start to swirl around him. Mm -hmm. uh, I just thought it was a really cool shot. It, it was I think, super awesome. Yeah, I think Moonglasses thought something was, um, he definitely was concerned. He is the most sciencey. He's like, mm, something bad might happen. He was like fucking standing in the bushes. <laughs> While this guy is on a well-manicured path on this uninhabited fucking planet. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Sarah Moon. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Moon, British Columbia. Moon, BC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, we cut back to the outpost to do a quick little scene with Haley and Teal'c. Where we find out 
Sam has literally told her nothing about the gate. She right now thinks it is, first of all, she thinks it's a wormhole to just this moon. Yeah. But she's also been told that it's a one-way wormhole. So isn't she, wasn't she worried about coming back? Yeah. Well, I did not think about that. But like, she's, yeah, she's asking Teal. Teal's having to tell her that you can go other places because she's like, oh, is this where you're from? Because you're off, you're not like, you know, I don't want to be rude about it. I don't want to ask like, what are you? But I kind of want to imply that. She, and <laughs> so he's like, um, my parents are from Chulak. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, it just brings up that whole notion of like, she's like, I'm guessing you're not human. And it's like, why? Because he's got a forehead tattoo. And because he's buff and tall. Like, oh, yeah, you've never seen that before. At, like, do people walk up to Shaquille O'Neal all the time and be like, so uh, I'm guessing <laughs> you're not like from here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Alien, right? Racist. Jennifer Haley is racist. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh well yeah, as they're doing this, Moonglasses rolls in and he's like, No, oh, they're 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 kamikazian. Yeah, and he's on his radio running going, Colonel O'Neill, Colonel O'Neill, you know. He's he's like, Oh, that's who's gonna save our ass. Stop your park stroll and get out here, stat. Yeah. And so they do, and uh they find Bill and he's uh he's dead. He's fucking dead. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. He's so dead. they just they don't even they they just leave his body there. They don't even carry him back to take him back to his well, family. O- O'Neill's in a big hurry because, yeah, we cut to him like yelling at everybody. He's like, I thought I told everybody we're getting the hell out of here. So pack your shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. Don't yeah. don't grab your folders. Shoot him, Carter, if he grabs one. And she's like, What's yes, Sam's sir. deal, though, because Sam's been supervising this guy and he's just slowly <laughs> rifling through folders. And that's why McNeil comes in and he's like. What the fuck? I told you we were I, in a hurry. And yeah. she's like, oh, I know, but he wanted to get a stop. And <laughs> like, what is she doing? Well, yeah. And uh, and and uh, Hamilton, he, he doesn't give a shit about Bill. It's fucked up. He just wants to stay. It, I, what what is the mission again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this I am just this dumb fucking douche is arguing to stay. He's like, well, what if it's a, now he's got questions now? Mm. He doesn't want to assume anything. He's like, what if it's an isolated incident? What if they were somehow provoked? It's Bill's fault. It's just what the fuck? What's Bill. What the fuck are you talking about? I never about? liked Bill. If, <laughs> listen, dickhead. What if it's not any of those things? Well, well, yeah, I mean, O'Neill gets all of them to come outside, but it's short-lived because the Tinkerbell gang roll right through. It's a shit ton of them, and so they just go back inside. But why? Like, why? At that point, you have to bolt to the gate and try to dial out because you're not safe. We've established you are not safer inside. And I don't know why any of these little lightning bugs hesitated. Why didn't they follow them right through the metal they give them time to try to figure out a plan well they have to do a little like musical dance number before they attack right like they, you know they're you know they have to like (laughs) why (laughs) (laughs) are they in a mel brooks movie yeah 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 yeah. okay they decide that they can probably they don't know what to try they don't know to try the best idea they have to shoot these bugs is that well and well and despite the fact that she just got there sir carter (laughs) that was that was (laughs) did she say that oh yeah because o'neill's like carter and she's like i just got i just got here and i also have an idea the zap guns it's well it's feels good because because i mean you just got here but 
you should have been mission ready before you walked through the gate. Did nobody brief her on what the fuck was going on before she showed up? That is crackers. Oh, Neil's been so bored. He's forgotten to call in. Mm Mm-hmm. And daddy's so pissed at him that he's like, I'm not going to call him until he calls me. <laughs> but this is great because they do. They, the Zat guns work. And so when they start attacking um, the the shittiest guy in the show, uh, O'Neill gets to shoot him. Oh, that uh, feels good. The Zat gun. That and feels then I was so like, good. Ooh, what if he gets swarmed again? I was like, how long? Okay. Question I've probably asked about Zat guns before. If you wait like 24 hours, can you shoot him with a Zat gun again? Or do you have to like wait a year? Like what if I, 13 years ago, I got shot with a Zat gun and, and nobody knows. And so they're like, oh, funny. I'll shoot her with a Zat. Oh shit. That was her second time. Well, I thought the answer was obvious. You can, you, you reset after a certain period, but we'll okay. find out later in this episode that that might not be the case. And it might be the case of what you just said, uh, which in that case, that's really funny. <laughs> Like you have a counter, you have to counter, you have to have a count, you have to know your count. Can I say, I, I wish that our guns were like, you could be shot with them once before they killed you because it'd be like bee stings. Um, I knew I was allergic to bees, but I figured, well, I haven't been stung by one yet, so I don't need to carry an EpiPen until one stings me. <laughs> and then the day one stung me, I was like, Fuck, I carry this thing around with me now, which yeah. I don't and need to. Oh. But um, so that's a remind, quick reminder to myself. But I feel like that way, if I was in a mass shooting, um, the first until the first mass shooting, I don't have to be so terrorized about them. It's after you've been in one that you have to really worry because your second one, you're in fucking trouble. Almost like if it's your first mass shooting, you should get in front of other people. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, I, that's the beauty of the Zat gun. It's a lot less brutal in that way. I don't know. You at least get two chances. You get a, get, uh, you have a get out of jail free card. Yeah. Basically. Um, Which is better than the guns we have. So they, they have to come up with a slightly better plan. Uh, so we cut to a montage of them closing the windows um, I know what are they doing? <laughs> well, but what a waste it, of fucking time. Well, but it quickly makes sense because uh, Carter's come up with a plan. They're just going to make the whole fucking building an electrified fence. Basically, that cannot be safe, but they're going to do that. Yeah, that's that'll true. keep them out. But it's all running off of a generator. And and there's this whole big scene where like who 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 filled it up last? Was it you? No, it was Bill. First of all, it's important to note that it works and it quickly becomes the universe's biggest bug zapper. Cause they start like hitting oh, it cool. and going, zip, zip, <laughs> yeah. zap. And it's just like, remember when bug zappers were new? <laughs> this um, is the greatest technology ever. Yeah, it's running out of uh, uh, off of a gas fuel generator. And then we find out what a shitty supervisor, this fucking asshole who's like, I'm in charge of everything is because he has no fucking idea if the guy that he told to fill it, filled it. So they don't know if they have five minutes or eight hours. <laughs> well, and they fuel. just, they decided to put it way down by the Crick. But yeah, but you know, maybe O'Neill's like, well, I can just go out and check. And Carter's like, no, no, I got a plan sir i got a plan um, uh you know the gate is also apparently a superconductor so if we just turn it on they'll they'll stay away it'll be a bigger it'll be a bigger border yeah so then so then they're talking about how this is this 
Sam's whole thing about running for the gate and, and that we are going to run out of time is based on the, on her assumption that this is retaliation for caging one of them. Yes. But then she gets a, you're wrong Ooh. from, from her little mini me. And I don't know what happened next because I saw a chalkboard and a piece of chalk in someone's hand and immediately had to like dig my nails into skin and clamp, clamp my hands over my ears at the same time. Because absolutely <laughs> fucking not. I cannot even look at a chalkboard anymore. I was just like, no. So I don't know what happens now. Well, nothing. I, could, just, I couldn't hear it. <laughs> it's just round two, right? It's just round two. Uh, Haley and Carter. And like Haley's like, no, it's this whole thing. You know, the moon passed through this like polar phase of the super giant. They weren't aggressive before, but then we passed through the polarity of it. They got aggressive. So we, all we have to do is wait. We have to just so wait she's saying a couple hours. Either they're like the tides or they're all synced up on their period. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Tinkerbell periods. Yeah. Uh, but instead of moon phases, it's planet phases. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and for these particular little guys, when they're when they're on it, whew, yeah, they get pissed. Pack bugs. And yeah. so it is a really it's 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 a very strange scene because they're they're both like looking at O'Neill and they're like, I'm right. I'm right. And and Carter's like, so we're both making assumptions right now. And these these two opinions are polar opposites. Only one of them is right. O'Neill, you get to decide. <laughs> and they both stand there like. <laughs> Which is funny because then um, he says it doesn't matter. And Sam's like, yeah, you have to decide which one is right. And then he says, well, it doesn't matter yeah. who's right. And I'm going to go out there. Yeah. And then, you know, Cadet is like, well, how can it not matter? And then Sam's like, dumbass, here's why it doesn't matter. And I'm like, then why were you acting like it matters? Yeah. <laughs> She, she's like, listen, he goes out there and risks his life. He stays in here. He risks all of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So can't do that. Um, so I guess this, I guess this is a teachable moment for, for Haley. Right. Is it? Like, is that I the don't whole fucking, point? I don't think so. It was just, it, it was so funny how like she was just framed in the way she's like, how could it matter if I'm not right? Oh, you it know, I just, guess it is. It's a teachable air force moment. <laughs> of like how to handle a mission isn't about whether or not you're right. It's what the acceptable uh, level risk. of risk yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's the needs of it's the Vulcan thing. Needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few mm -hmm. kind of situation. I do want to point out because I said that all these little fuckers are on their period together. That's not like human humans on their period. Uh, they just want to lay on the floor and fart. That's it. Oh, oh, beautiful. I, I well, I just think that people are like, oh, if women are, or I guess if people who menstruate are angry, it's because of their they're on the rag. And I just like that's not what I'm saying. They they want to fuck up scientists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. You kind of want to fuck up scientists, to be honest, because you want to be like, if cis men had a period, yeah. Oh my god, periods would be a fucking breeze by now. A period time off. Right. Uh, yeah. PTP. Right. I feel like you wouldn't even need it anymore because they would have like cooked up some magic so that it was like a fucking breeze or you just don't have it. Anyway. Yeah. I just want to make sure that people didn't think like I was saying like, oh, oh those little bitches, <laughs> all the little fucking bugs are on the rag at the same time. That was not, you know, I just thought, oh, the phases of the planet just kind of <laughs> felt funny. <laughs> 
Uh, you know what's great about not having a period anymore? What? Is literally nobody ever asks me, are you on the rag? I'm just like, no, I'm angry. Oh, and shit. I, do people, yeah. I mean, have people actually said that verbatim? Are you quote are you, unquote a, on the rag? That is an astounding question to me. Just a yeah. weird way of putting it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. How, yes, that has been asked, but also, ooh, you have your period. Is not better. Oh, it's not. Well, not <laughs> not that I. Hey, look, I want to uh, clearly state that I've never asked any woman that ever. Oh, uh, I, did, I didn't think you had until you said that. So that's good. But I would think that. Well, I guess it's just all a matter of you know. Oh, context, right? If you're like, if your like friend is like feeling really bad and also has super bad cramps, you might say like, Oh, are you on your periods? You need some Advil. But if, if somebody's just like, I'm having human emotions within the, the, the spectrum of human emotions and somebody who doesn't get a period, is like, <laughs> you must be on your period. That's not the same. Oh, Oh no, I, but, but no, but, but like the other one, I, I'm, I'm like thinking like, Oh, you know, it's like, cause it's like slang. Like, hey, daddy, Oh, you on the rag? Like, you know, <laughs> Don't be a, you know, you don't be a square. Sure, sure. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. People who menstruate might ask each other, like, ah, oh, you're on the rag, but not for any reason that having to do with an emotional surfing the crimson wave. Right. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Clueless is my fucking favorite movie. <laughs> and I and I personally thought that that would be a cool if I ever had to ask someone, that's how I would ask them. <laughs> It's always been, I'm ready. I, I haven't done it yet. I'll do it at some point. It'll be sweet. It'll be sweet. Uh, well, yeah, you know, okay. So O'Neill's, this is the plan. He's going to go outside, but they're going to, uh, they're going to shoot him with a zat to change his electrical field. Well, uh, no, I like this little scene, uh, you know, where O'Neill's like, all right, Tilk, do it. And Tilk's like, yeah, I got it. Oh, oh, well, hang on. Hang on. Okay. Now you can do it. Wait, count to three. And Tilk's just standing there, just like, uh, I know. I don't, I'm I'm good on you. Good with this? I'm good on you. I'm good. Yeah. I'm got. I'm I'm a shit. So he just shoots him. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Can we talk about like how McNeil is a fucking beast? Oh, he gets, okay. That scientist douche was unconscious, as he, are most people we've he, seen shot by a Zat gun. McNeil's just like, whoa, boy, that was really something. And uh, gets up and runs <laughs> after a zatting, and that's how you know. Finally, you're like he is special forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He he goes out there and uh, it work. It seems to work. You know, the Tinkerbell gang they're figuring out, but yeah, no, they can't touch him. He's got oh my a God. field. They swarm him, and he fucking stops running and crouches. And I'm like, I thought you were trained for shit. Keep going. And then, <laughs> and then they kind of like can't get near him, and he pauses to check out how they're not attacking him and go, wow, as slowly as possible. Then he runs not nearly as fast to the fucking dial home device, which I'm just like, dude, you don't know how long this is going to last. And then he doesn't start dialing. He radios Sam and says, I'm going to begin I'm gonna, dialing I'm going to start dialing now. Well, you know, he still is like in his mid fifties. He gets a lot of breath. Like he can handle the Zach gun, but you know, uh light run. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. Cause he's, at, he's like, okay guys, I'm here. All right. I'm ready. I'm going to do it. Listen, what he's what he's doing is amazing in like a sexual situation. You're like, here's what's going to happen. No surprises. Pressing button number two. 
but this go. is a did, was that okay can i press button number three but like this was not this is an emergency non non consent on issue in this situation it's a it's a dial home device it's a phone fucking dial that shit as fast as you can and then he's so fucking slow about it. he's like one yeah it was a rotary phone speed <laughs> and every every third number is like a every second number is a nine or a zero <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, no, and it uh, bites him in the ass because the Tinkerbells start biting him in the ass. Uh, yeah. The, field, uh, the, the weird field's over, and they start fucking him up. Yep, they're just zooming through his body, and I'm like, at that time, I'm still thinking if this is a slice-through situation. So Teal comes over, and he shoots. He's at some. Doesn't hit O'Neill. Very good, good oh, yeah. work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Ben O'Neill can finish dialing, but he's got all those welts on his face where they pass through. And I'm like, oh, there's no fucking way he doesn't have fucking brain damage from them slicing through parts of his brain. They're like lobotomizing him or something. But now I just know he got a little radiation exposure. So he's probably just going to have brain cancer in 15 <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's all. There's a one way ticket. Uh, how, how'd he go out? The Tinkerbells in episode 19. Because some of them definitely went through his brain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. they are just sort of, yeah, They maybe it's a choice and they just sort of nip you. Which, if that's the case, then Bill must have been nipped like a million times, right? Like, I mean, like, I guess, but this was, it turns out, like a life or death situation for them. And like a bunch of their comrades were just um, assassinated by a Zach, a Zach gun and an electric like a, a, a big bug zapper. So I don't know why they'd be holding back at this point. <laughs> you know, set phasers to kill. Seems like where they'd be at. Well, you know, with Tilk's help, O'Neill uh, is able to dial the last number. The Stargate starts up and yeah, I guess it creates an energetic field, which uh, yeah, it causes the bugs to disperse. Yep. And so we got to, we're in the clear. That's basically the end. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's it's kind of fun you know watch you know neil's sitting on the steps uh figuratively smoking a cigarette while he has cigarette burns on his face <laughs> and hamilton's like yeah you know sorry i was such a dick no yeah he's like i guess i owe you an apology and uh mcneil's like yes you do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the guy neither apologizes nor receives an acceptance for a non-apology oh no no Fuck yeah that yeah. guy just rolls he's just through. like oh i guess <laughs> and you do are you gonna your you contract's know, over dude yeah go back to your normal life yeah go back to the community college where you fucking adjunct for 17 11 an hour because or per student which is no really shade on most community college teachers that's <laughs> bullshit but this guy is such an asshole that i know that would be a huge burn for him because he's obviously a huge snob I've been, I've been, I've been that pennies, 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 pennies on the dollar. Um, well, yeah, all the, all the, uh, all the civilians roll through, everybody rolls through O'Neill and Teal'c and then Carter and Jennifer are last and they're good now. Oh my God. Suddenly cadet is all smiles. And I do not know why, because she was very angry about it. Not mattering who was right or wrong, but now she's there like framed they're like in front of the gate. They are framed by the by the Stargate like they're getting married there. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it looked like. I'm picturing them like 
holding each other's fucking hands while they look at each other and talk and are like, and they, they basically like laugh and almost smile like the end of like, um, Barney Miller (laughs) where everybody kind of freezes and like a, ha. So it seems like maybe it worked, right? You're thinking right now, maybe this worked. Wait, what? Wait, what? Oh, Carter's Carter's plan to get a cadet on board with being in the air force. Oh, and doing a better Air Force job so that she can work for the SGC. I mean, I guess like I, I that's the whole thing. Like from what you were saying at the beginning, what was the point? Like what was like how did these two disparate storylines meet? Uh, because Carter in the end was right. Oh, wait, actually, I guess none of them are. Really, we know we'll never know. We'll, we'll never, never know, know because O'Neill was like, fuck it. Yeah. So we actually don't know, I guess. We'll never know. And here's the thing. So Carter's whole thing is she wants this student to finish at the Academy, which doesn't make sense because the Academy is a fucking terrible fit for her. I don't know why they don't just put her on SGC or sorry, uh, SG 99 and let her apprentice her way down the line to better SG squads because she doesn't fucking want to be at the Academy. It's boring. Mm -hmm. And she's obviously already is like, she's able to like find problems in Carter's work and come up with, excellent working theories for the field. What the fuck? Like, just like not everybody on an SG team has been to the air force Academy. Yeah. Cause you know, who military. Pro- <laughs> yeah. You know who I promise hasn't McNeil. Actually, <gasps> there's only one person on SG one has been through the fucking Academy and it's Carter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, just, just stop. Like, fucking forcing her to do whatever Haley can go to college just go back to civilian life go to college just need to do that just fucking put her on a team oh or or, or yeah 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 sg young just adult mentor edition. her yeah just mentor her <laughs> well yeah we have a spinoff of like mm-hmm, sg mm-hmm. teens yeah uh it's like the muppet babies version of the sg yeah that's right sg babies <laughs> sg babies <laughs> Uh, I fucking love the Muppet Babies for some reason. Mm-hmm. Everyone does because it was awesome. Uh, was it? Like yeah. I feel like none of us know why we loved it. Because it had Star Wars clips. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, yeah. They go through the gate in the end of episode. End of episode. Um, Were you comforted by this one? Oh, I mean, it was a little hard to say. Actually, I think yes. Ultimately, um, just because. I don't know. It, I just, I just thought it was. I thought some of the shots were cool, and it was kind of, it was fun to watch. I enjoyed watching it. Uh, but yeah, it was just kind of a weird episode, kind of a weird, weird sort yeah. of. Because I actually, you know, what's fun is because right before I watched it, I edited, edited uh, episode fourteen, mm-hmm. which is the big. We're gonna do a big deception on Apophis and Horror. It was that episode, this big space battle, but it was that episode, you know, a lot of, you know, big plot, heavy space battle episode. And then after that, I watched this episode where it's like, oh, okay, we got a little, we got a, a yeah. Air Force Academy and some fireflies. Field trip day. Field trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next stop, the aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of weird, but ultimately I was comforted. Yes. What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted? Well, I think another good alt title for this would be Next Stop, the aquarium, but um <laughs> You know, I was definitely, definitely comforted. Distraction successful. Oh, okay. Um, had a good time watching it. Probably because here's what I noticed. If I'm having a 
fucking shitty day and I watched this show before recording, I am always like, yeah, great. Amazing. Loved it. Totally comforted. Um, if I'm in a great mood, I'm like, no, (laughs) what's going on? (laughs) But, um, and of course, like I'm always, uh, comforted after recording with you. So yeah, super successful for me. Totally comforted. Great. That's great. Um, you got your, got yourself a yay, a nay, and a may, Mm. or maybe Mm -hmm. someone Mm. you want to be someone. No, thank you. Someone, I guess so. Uh, yes, yes, I do have those. Uh, my yeah is Teal'c. Uh, he crushed it this episode. He got to do all the dunks and shoot all the things. You know what? So my yay is also (laughs) Teal'c. And I put, he's always calm and he fucking saved the day in the end. (laughs) But all your reasons are fucking really good, better. Oh man. Uh, and my nay is Sam Carter. Uh, Interesting. Just the worst, right? As oh, you're wrong. What the fuck, you kid? What the fuck? Like oh no. oh, better SAT scores. What am I special? Am I special? You know? Am I still special? I'm gonna go talk to the commandant. I just got here, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's why she's all she's like all beefy when she gets there. She's like, you got here, sir, because she's like, don't fucking question me in front of this little asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who thinks she's smarter than I am? Yeah. Uh, and then my uh. Meh is Daniel Jackson. <laughs> I uh, forgot about him, honestly, by the end of the episode. Like, you know, he's probably having some fun wherever the hell he's at, but he would, but he, he missed this, uh, field trip and he probably would have conference. Sorry. Oh, sorry, no, no. He, he's with the team. He's with, he's with another team somewhere. Oh, he is. So he's having his own little adventure, but he, you know, he would have liked to, he would have, he probably, it probably would have been fun for him to like, take over these shitty scientists. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they he probably ma- would have enjoyed the Sam cadet sitch. Yeah. So secretly though, secretly though, he would have pretended not to like it, but he would have been like, I fucking love this. Yeah. 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 So he again. missed all that. So that's, yeah. you know, so that's a meh. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Uh, you, you, we got your, yeah, but what about your net and your meh? Oh, my net is definitely Dr. Thompson, who died a horror movie oh, death well. in this episode. <laughs> Bill? <laughs> it's not so much, yeah, it's not so much that he died. It's that he died a horror movie death, reaching out to his friend who was running away. <laughs> um, oops, that sucks. Uh, those are the last moments of that motherfucker's life. Uh, my meh is cadet fuck up. Oh. Because I feel like it kind of sucks to be her, but also what a great like punishment. Like, oh no, instead of being expelled, we're going to take you to a moon 42,000 light years away from Earth. Ooh, yeah, it's nice. And then, um, spoiler alert, you'll be bored anyway because you're that much of a fucking asshole. Oh, you know, I was curious <laughs> about that. Uh, cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well sweet well uh ladies and gentlemen that's uh that's the end of uh anything we're gonna ever say about this episode ever again i hope so i hope i don't fucking accidentally bring shit up again about this episode mm-hmm, i fucking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do that all the time although i think moon glasses comes back i got i think i got a weird spoiler in a facebook group today mm-hmm. um do you want to know what we're going to watch and talk about next week? Yes. Okay. Or two um, weeks from now. 
<laughs> one of those. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it'll be next week for us, but uh, hope that time flies by for you guys. Okay. Um, we are going to be watching and talking about season four, episode 20, Entity. We have Gary K. McD. After SGC sends an unmanned probe to a previously unexplored planet, they find themselves being probed and their systems being overloaded. Oh, they shit. Shut, <laughs> they shut down all of their systems, but not before something enters their computer system. They're clearly dealing with a sentient being that is doing what it can to survive. When they corner the entity, it enters Sam Carter using her brain as an information storage advice. Now able to communicate with the others, the entity claims it had no other choice but to take over Sam's brain if it was to survive. It also knows that they will not eliminate Sam to destroy it. O'Neill makes it clear just how far he is prepared to go, however... Well, it's a good thing those two never fucked because oh my God. he is, or maybe they have. And that's why he's like been there, done that. I'll shoot her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. That was very <laughs> crass, but I don't know. Uh, okay. But I've been drinking for the first time in so long. Oh. This episode it has been many, 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 many episodes since I had a drink. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Midway uh, through, we took a break and I got a, a drink and now I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm crass. I'm back, crass. Crass. I got crass things to say. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That, that sound. That sounds exciting. Um. Uh. So I can't. I can't wait. Um. Come try a. Come try a. You know what? I would say, um, come try a, the Van Gogh experience when it comes to your city or a city near you. So I think it's gone at the end of April in Seattle. It's in Soto. Uh, went last Friday and it was fucking amazing. Definitely spring for the VR experience. It's Ooh. super worth it. Um, I did not know that much about him. I did not... God, it was really amazing. So cool. Like, it was so cool. Okay. <laughs> you should go. That's my whole thing. You know, I took uh, a class once where they were like, you know what is not persuasive to people? Saying, this is good. This is great. This is so cool. <laughs> but that's what I have. But you know what? Nobody's fucking paying me to do it. So who gives a shit? You should go. Yeah. I said so. I mean, what else is advertising? Oh, you might tell them something about the experience that would be compelling and make them want to go. VR. That's enough. Go. That's true. People, I, I'm telling myself I should go. I should go. I mean, it's clear they put a fuck ton of work into this. Oh, that's good. That's cool. And it was and it was a nice date. Nice. Actually, nice. it actually would be an amazing place to go like on an early date mm. because there's plenty to distract you. There's plenty to talk about or look at during awkward pauses. And but there's it's not like a movie where you can't talk to each other. Mm. Ideal date. Ideal. Ideal. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Now I've said something worthwhile. Uh, all right. Come try. All right. Let's move on. Thanks for sticking around for come try. Tori. Yeah. When we do this next segment, which we call Get to Know Your Host with Sarah and Tori, or sometimes with Tori and Sarah, 
Do you think we should use this, the deck, no wrong answers, the talking points for couples or the, um, actually curious deck? Yeah. Uh, we haven't done actually curious in a while, right? All right. Let's do it. Let's do one of those. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. If you could pick anyone dead or alive, who would you shadow for a day? Shadow? Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Stanley Kubrick. Okay. George Michael. <laughs> Literally just want to spend a day with George Michael. Yeah. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to say more about Stanley Kubrick? Well, I, I mean, I'd like to shadow him like at a, on a day of work, you know, when he's working. Yeah, no, Not like I, when know, he's like, you know, vacationing. Or well, I think doing that's, fuck all. I think. I think that's, that's usual. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you were going to, yeah. Shadowing George Michael, you'd probably be on like a concert tour, like in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, doing yoga and smoking weed with Paul McCartney. Shit he actually used to do. (laughs) I just like, you know, the thing is you could say like, oh, I'd love to shadow like Oprah or I'd love to shadow Barack Obama, but guess who does boring stuff all day? Those people, they do boring shit all day because they act. Do you don't think she has boring shit prepping for her show? Oh, I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does. Oh, but she does shop a lot and hangs out with dogs. You know who'd be interesting to shadow? Martha Stewart. Mm. What's funny is she didn't used to be interesting at all. But she's 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 a little bit uh, gritty now, and she is more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post-prison. Post-prison. She's seen some shit. Yeah. And then you also get to get a little side shadow of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> her her platonic life partner uh well folks look you know you've learned a little bit about us look listen yeah you've heard a little bit more about us <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is is while that's great and all you're very entertained uh we want <laughs> we need to be entertained as well we need to be comforted by learning more about you uh, so, you know, please email us, right? Yeah. I mean, we have, you know what? Listen, it's not the quantity of friends one has. It is the quality. Mm. And we have some quality friends. Mm. We have, we have Mike. <laughs> we got Francisco. And we got Jarek. Yeah. 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 There it is. And that's. Like, listen, listen, it's not that that's not fulfilling. It's not that we need more than them. They are enough. However, can one have too many friends? Nah, no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We want you, the proverbial you. No, you, just you. Just specifically you. You. And you're thinking, how could they mean just me? There's so many, so many people listening right now. But listen, trust me, I mean you. Yeah, that's how parasocial psychology works. We're just talking about <laughs> you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so please, yeah, email us. Uh and uh, you know, and and you know, give us five stars, you know, rate us, you know, that's a way of communicating. Um, yeah. and also, you know, keep listening to the show, listen on our website, the seven symbol.com and, you know, any other podcatcher, uh, services we're on mm-hmm. pretty much most of them, all of them. Um, all right, folks. Well, thanks for joining us at the vertical watering hole. And until next time. Oh, uh, Holy Hannah. Yeah, sure. You betcha. Bye. Goodbye. 
There's nothing physically wrong with them, or at least nothing I can find. 